Hey there, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today on Toddversations. We're thrilled to have you once again join us. We have a topic today that I am deeply uh, moved by talk about. We have a movement that's going on that we want to share with you on a global scale because it is so impactful. We're going to be talking today about cancer. We're going to be talking about produce. We're going to be talking about food. We're going to talk about ways food are lifting up through their efforts. Uh, this is an exciting day. And so please, everybody, Hang out with us today and enjoy this. I think this is going to be really, really inspirational for everybody. So give it up today for my guest, please. From the City of Hope, the Director of Corporate Philanthropy. See, I told you I could say that word right. Please welcome Cheryl Kanick. Welcome, Cheryl. Hi, Todd. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. And from BNC Fresh Sales, the keeper of the keys and the knower of all the secrets. <laughs> I told you I got a good title for you, Kelly. I told you I was coming strong with you, man. I told you. Kelly Craner. Welcome, both of you. Welcome. Thanks for having us. I really appreciate being here. I'm really, really thrilled to share with people a little bit about what City of Hope is doing um, and, and the work that, that, that is going on down there that is so impactful, but also, too, about the Southern California, Southern California food uh, industry circle and what produce is doing, what groceries doing, what retailers are doing to uplift the message. So we've got a great topic of conversation today, and I'm really excited. But before we get in going into it and I get you guys to introduce yourselves a little bit more, I want to frame up for everybody a little bit about cancer in this country. And I want to just throw this out there because I think it's it's hard. And Kelly, you shared this thought with me last week when we were chatting. You said you just can't knock on a door any longer and not have a family inside that house, not touched some way by cancer. So I want to share this with everybody, that approximately 39.5% of the men and women will be diagnosed with cancer at some point in their life. That's a big stat. I mean, you can see how it touches everybody. A little over 1.9 million new cancer cases are expected to be diagnosed in the United States in 2022. And approximately 609,000 deaths from cancer are expected in 2022, which averages approximately 1,670 deaths a day. It is unbelievable when we think about this and we think about what this has done to our families and to our country and to this planet. So I'm excited to have you guys here today to chat this up and to chat about the efforts that are being made to make a difference and to get rid of this thing. Let's really, let's be honest, you know, let's get it going. That'd be a lovely conversation to have, right? So before we do that, why don't we guys introduce yourself a little bit and tell everybody what you do. Cheryl, I'm going to open up with you. First of all, he's going to you. Tell everybody your bio a little bit and what you do for City of Hope. Okay. Thank you, Todd. Well, I started working in the food industry doing demos and merchandising. Um, and I had the pleasure of working with the, all the folks in the industry. And in 1997, I joined the City of Hope team uh, because they have a 49 history, uh, a 49 year history with City of Hope. So I was happy to join that. I've been with them 25 years and I have the great pleasure of working with everyone in the Southern California food industry, retailers, manufacturers, suppliers. And um, together they have a 49 year history and have raised Million, 100, over $160 million in the fight against cancer, diabetes, and catastrophic diseases. Love it. That's such an amazing, what an amazing amount of work. Kelly, over to you, brother. Tell me a little bit about your background in bio and how, uh, how, some, how a market guy in Los Angeles got into this uh, helping out the City of Hope. So I've been in the produce industry for about uh, 20 years. I work mostly in uh, dealing with mushrooms and mushrooms is one of the things over the years that actually there's a lot of research for cancer. And yeah. so there were some other people, some of my mentors growing up in this industry that were involved in the food industry circle. And I was doing things for the FPFC and I thought, you know, I need to get involved in something that's a little more give back and really touches everybody. And it's really been uh, enlightening to do this with city hope for, I don't know, guess, I guess I've been involved for over 15, maybe 18 years. So uh, we keep trying to get better and better. 
one step at a time. Yeah, right on. I love it. So Cheryl, I'm going to start this, those question out. You just get people up to speed. Tell everybody what is City of Hope? City of Hope is a world-renowned cancer, diabetes, and catastrophic disease center. City of Hope is dedicated in making a difference in the lives of people with cancer, diabetes, other life-threatening diseases. Our team of more than 5,000 include researchers, associates, physicians, doctors, nurses, aligned healthcare professionals, graduate students, fundraising specialists, marketing professionals, volunteers, and support staff, all united by the desire to find cures and save lives. I love it. I love it. So, because City Hope's been around a long time. Can you talk a little bit about it's, that kind of little bit of its history, like when it started? So, City of Hope started as a small tuberculosis sanatorium. A handful of humanitarians collected $136.50 to make wow. a down payment on a few acres of wasteland in Duarte. So in 1913, that's when the two tents were pitched in the yeah. desert, one for the patients and one for the nurses. $136 down payment. That, folks, is a take of gas to that. Yeah, and I think the whole dollar purchase was $1,500 in Wow. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. It's amazing. Well you, well, you know, you talked a little bit about City of Hope and, and you know, what they're doing, but let's get a look. If you wouldn't mind just touching on a little bit of the specifics, because I want, I think it's important that we let people know mm-hmm. the breadth and scope of what City of Hope is all about. I mean, these guys are rocking it out there trying to make a difference and save lives. So can you just tell a little bit about what City of Hope uh, is known for? Sure. So as Kelly mentioned, superfoods play a big part in the study with our scientists at City of Hope. Um, mm-hmm. um, there are mushrooms, blueberries, pomegranates, pomegranates, Grapeseed extract have known to block hormones that um, are found in breast cancer and prostate cancer. So so we have over 300 patents, almost 30 drugs in the pipeline at all times. We're the pioneer of the bone marrow transplant um, treatment, um, performing over 15,000. And I don't know if most, most folks know that if you are a, Kaiser pant, I'm sorry. If you are a Kaiser patient mm-hmm. um, and you need a bone marrow transplant, they would send you to City of Hope to have that. Right, um, right. To, to do that. Right. That's amazing. I mean, you know, when you think about the work that City of Hope has done over the years, when you think about research and everything else, the medicines to, you know, the patient care that they've done, it's it's a phenomenal organization. And you know, I'm, that's why I'm excited to talk about some of this, you know, what the organization is doing, but, you know, we're going to get in. Kelly, I'm coming for you, brother. Hold on one second. I got questions for you. Don't worry, but I got to get, I, all good. You know, I just, I think it's so important, you know, two things I want to touch on before we jump in to the food industry circle. Um, one of which is there's a program at City of Hope called Access Hope. And I, I would be remiss if we didn't take just a quick second, uh, Cheryl, just to tell people what that is, because, City of Hope is in Los Angeles, right? But City of Hope is around the globe now in a big way. And I think it's important that you know we lean on that. That's why I think Access Hope is certainly worth just throwing a little bit at. If you wouldn't mind just sharing what that is. Sure. Before I do that, um, I want you to know that yeah. City of Hope has three medicine manufacturing facilities on campus. Oh, yeah. So the scientists and the physicians work hand in hand from bench to the bedside. I love so that. Access Hope is a fairly new program, and we're so proud of it. Um, It's an employer-based benefit that provides access to the best in-care physicians and resources for employees diagnosed with cancer. Founded by City of Hope, 
Partners include Northwestern Medicine, Emory Healthcare, and Dana-Farber Cancer Center. With access to 3.3 million people have access to oncology expertise through their employers. It's a fabulous program and it continues to grow and grow and grow. I think it's so great that you're that you well you're 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 bringing City of Hope to everybody, to everybody. you know somewhere or another and I think it's the, the work that you're doing to your point you've got you know you're making the medicine on site you know when you think about Herceptin and some of these other medicines you guys have created you've got medicine on site it's there to your point the doctors are working with the researchers I mean that's the power I think of City of Hope in a lot of ways one of the things that I find interesting about City of Hope that and, and I look at a lot of people when I talk about this, about the values and the morals and the mission statement and this and that and companies. It says a lot, but your values are um, pretty cool. And I think, you know, first off, you lead with compassion and there's a sense, uh, you know, service with urgency, um, integrity, another biggie, intellectual curiosity, which is why you guys are kicking doors in with the research side of it, obviously excellent and collaboration. And, and I know those mean a lot to you. And I know that's something that, you know, that, you march to in the role that you're at as the director of corporate philanthropy. Look at that, two for two. Thank you. <laughs> Glad it's not just Tell me. me. The, yeah, no, exactly. Tell me a little bit how those values, you know, drive your efforts when you think about it, what you're doing. Sure. So our values drive all of our strategic priorities. They don't happen in a silo. They're infused in the work and in, in, in the day-to-day as well as our vision for the future. Uh, compassion is in our DNA. And as our founder, Samuel Golter said, the Golter Gates at City of Hope, there is no profit in curing the body if in the process you destroy the soul. For the soul. Yeah, it's a powerful quote. I mean, that's a fact. It's, it's, I've got it up here in front of me. That's a powerful quote. And so true. You know, having myself have a family, immediate family, you know, two different people going through cancer, what it's like um, facing that uphill battle at times and, you know, being told that, you know, your wife has less than a 10% chance of survival. And uh, 21 years later, thanks to modern medicine, she's still, she's still kicking, right? A 17-year-old son with brain cancer. I've been there, done that. I get this, I get this disease firsthand. I get its power. I get its weakening power as a person, as a caregiver and all of it, right? Um, so to have those kind of values behind you doing your work, obviously it's uplifting to you. And I think one of the areas that I am just thrilled to be sharing with our audience today and the purpose for our our time together, and we're really going to get deep into it now, is the Southern California Food Institute. So, Cheryl, you want to open up with that a little bit and just kind of explain it? Then, I'm, then Kelly, I'm coming to you with it as well. You know, two-part question. Tell me a little bit about the Food Institute, what it is, what it's about, and, and let's take off and rock and roll and get people inspired to get involved. Thanks for joining the Todd Versation. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Abby Pryor, Chief Commercial Officer at Bright Farms. On behalf of all the bright farmers across our great country, thanks for listening to Toddversations and Toddbits. At Bright Farms, we care about the health of our planet and its people. Our mission is to give more people access to the freshest, tastiest, cleanest, and most responsibly grown salads available. We grow our salads by harnessing the power of the sun in our advanced greenhouses located close to your grocery stores. Our salads are delivered in as little as 24 hours after harvest, so every Bright Farm salad you buy is fresh, tasty, and sustainably grown. It's a big job looking out for the health of the people on the planet, but we're up for it. So give one of our Bright Farm salads a try today and become a part of our Bright Farms family. Thanks so much. So the food industry was founded in 1973 by Gene Walsh at Ralph's Grocery Company. 
And together, he um, they started um, the food industry circle. Um, and they went out and got all the Southern California supermarkets, manufacturing suppliers all together. They uh, Back in 1973, they actually built our commissary or our cafeteria. And from then it went on and on to where um, we're kind of set up like a supermarket. So if you walk in and you see produce and floral, wine and spirits, meat, bakery, grocery, all those divisions are led by retailers and manufacturers and suppliers, and they do their own fundraising events. Uh, Team Produce is one of our largest fundraising partners. And um, so we're proud to work with everyone who uh, cares about uh, our vision for a world without cancer. I love it. Kelly, want to throw a little something on top of that? So your perspective? Yeah, there, there's a, a number of events that have evolved over the course of since 1973, uh, reasons to get uh, industry members together to generate uh, money to get, donate to the City of Hope, let's raise funds to beat cancer, as yeah. well as we are working in an industry where the foods themselves are part of is part of that toolbox. So it, it's really a no-brainer for this food industry circle to be involved with something like this. Yeah, there's no doubt. Well, you touched on it earlier about mushrooms, right? And, you know, blueberries, pomegranates. I mean, food is medicine. Food can help. Food can hurt, right? Um, you know, and, and to be able to look at the grocery industry or the food industry, however broad you want to take it, to, to be able to participate in this in a multiplicity of ways throughout the entire department of the grocery store, that's powerful, man, because you were talking to so many people, right? Because everybody's, you know, everybody's shopping, right, in some way or another. So you're able to talk and get that message out to so many people. So I'm going to throw, Kelly, I'm going to throw this one at you. You know, give us a little feedback or give us a little idea of who all is involved in this group. Um, you know, so, I know we talk about Ralph starting it, right? And, and I believe Walter, he was the CEO of Ralph's at the time. Was he yeah, not? He was. Yeah, yeah. So there's a bunch of retailers that are currently involved and we've got Bristol Farms, Stater Brothers, Smart Final, Gelson's, Albertson's, Cardinus, Superior, uh, 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 most of the Southern California uh, retailers that you're going to find out in the landscape, as well as a lot of the vendor partners with those retailers. And there's reasons for those partner relationships within certain programs that we have. We'll get to that later, uh, later on, but there, there's a, dozen or more from each company of retailers that people are participating at any, at all different levels, you know, whether they're directly involved with the planning of them or they're directly involved with helping, you know, raise money, raise awareness, get people to show up to things. Yeah, for sure. You know, and awareness is such a key word. Um, you know, it's, it's, I, I and I, I don't say this lightly, but sometimes people don't think about things unless it's something that directly affects them in the moment. Right. And you think about cancer again, knocking on somebody's door in your neighborhood, somebody in that house, some way, somehow has been affected by this disease. And so, you know, getting that awareness, how do people get involved, which is what we're going to really talk about too today is how to get involved in this. What can this do? What can this do in other communities? I mean, how can we build this monster? And that's my goal, right? Let's go build a monster to fight this thing. So it goes away. Um, tell me a little bit, and, and I'll throw this question out to both of you. You guys can fight for it or flip a coin, however you want to answer it first or second, but tell me a little bit about what its mission and purpose is. Cause I think that, you know, goes back to when I think of city of hope, I think about the mission, the purpose, the values, right. And I know that the food industry circle um, certainly has that. And certainly is probably a big part of why this was created. So can you touch on that? Whichever one wants to throw and jump on it, I'll, I'll sure. throw it out there to the group. 
I'll, I'll be really short and simple about it is, is we want to be cancer. Yeah. And it's going to take a village to do that. And it's going to take a village of people driving certain things. And some of the things that is needed is to raise money to be able to do the type of research that City of Hope is on the cutting, cutting edge of. Right on. Sherry, you want to throw anything on top of that? Yeah, so our philanthropy partners um, powers our mission under underpinning uh, everything we do, every discovery we make. As we advance pioneering research, work to democratize cancer across the country, scale our ability to serve more patients and families, philanthropic investments in the following strategic areas that will have the greatest and far most reaching impact for people with cancer across the country. Yeah, I absolutely love it. And and one of the things we want to get into too is is specifically, and I haven't thrown it out there yet. I don't know I missed it, but talking about Team Produce, which we're going to get into in a second, because I just love the I want a Team Produce t-shirt. I don't even know if they exist, but damn it, we need one. Tell me just real quickly, just so people get an understanding of of the, the lift, right? And that's what we're doing, the lift that you guys are doing. How much money has the the the, the industry circle uh, generated to this point? In the 49-year history? Yeah. Over $170 million. Go, go, go. That's not too shabby. That's not too shabby. That's not too that's, shabby. That's not too shabby. But you know, again, it goes back to what we said earlier. It'd be nice to not have to raise it anymore, right? That's the bigger goal. It would be nice uh, if so many companies are going out of business. Wouldn't it be yeah, nice? It'd be go- nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get into it. I'm going to you, Kelly. It's all you. Here we go. Team Produce, FPFC, what you guys are doing in Southern California is just super cool. The floor is yours, brother. Tell me all about Team Produce. So there's a, a ton of events that City of Hope at a food industry circle does. And actually, Team Produce was ended up being uh, the name of the group for the Walk for Hope. The Walk for Hope is a national event put on by City of Hope. And right. uh, Marty, about 16, 17 years ago, I suppose, this is our 15th year, so I'm, I'm sure it was a year or two in the, the thought process of putting it together, saying, hey, you guys are putting six, seven, eight, upwards of 10,000 people at the walk location in Duarte on the campus. Why can we not put, give out fresh vegetables? You know, you go to any local 5k run or, you know, neighborhood thing and people are there with waters and bananas given out to all the participants. Why can't we give away fresh produce? And the really neat thing about that one is, is what we learned is not only are we serving people healthy food, but we're serving it to people much more shopping conscientious than the average shopper because they have specific health reasons to be eating possibly healthier than uh, the average person. And we're doing that on the campus. And so Team Produce was actually the name of our small group of people that decided to go to this event and help hand out produce that was donated uh, for this event. And it started off with a 10 by 10 tent uh, with I think four or five of us and maybe two boxes of bananas and a box of oranges and some, you know, uh, bars that w- we could hand out. And we thought, you know, there's gotta be something more to this. So a couple other people that are involved with the, the food industry circle committee that we would call ourselves the five thirty group because we, we meet at five thirty in the morning to talk about <laughs> planning these events. And so, uh, these other people, uh, Marty Craner, Roger Schroeder, Patty, no, they really got behind driving this and it has turned into really one of the key 
things of the Walk for Hope at Duarte, Cheryl can comment on it. There, there are other large sponsors, and this is a much bigger event than just produce, but sure. we're giving away hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of produce and raising 80000 to to $100,000 in donations just for this event. Fabulous. Sure. Yeah, Cheryl, you got something you want to add to the to it? Well, I'll tell you, yeah. they, they, they do meet at 5.30 in the morning uh, every other month. Well, they're, they're, pro, they're produce guys. They're That's produce lunch. People. Uh, we set up the walk, at, and it's dark outside. And um, it's just amazing how our patients and their families are drawn to to team produce and to what they do. And, and I think that we're also teaching people how to eat healthier, you know, fruits and vegetables, you know, when you go to the doctor, what do they tell you? You need to lose weight. You need to need exercise more and you need to eat more fruits and vegetables and buy flowers to brighten up your day. Yeah. One of the other things that this, this event does is it, it really showcases the importance of it because it, we get there at four o'clock in the morning on the day of the walk, we set up, 50 feet worth of tables of, of hundred thousand dollars worth of produce that we're going to give out. And we're going to give it out in 50 minutes or yeah. less. And, yeah. and then we have the rest of the morning to actually participate in the event. And you walk through the campus and you see patients that can't come outside and they're waving to you from their windows and it really hits you. And you, 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 it, it's, sound selfish to say it feels good that you're doing something good, but it's much more meaningful than that. It's not about, it's about serving and, and you really get that. And everybody that comes to this, you know, we haven't had the opportunity to do it for the last two years because of COVID and, and the city hope campus being a hospital is, you know, extremely cautious as they should be. And you know what, that's one of the things that people are missing out on that we can't be there in person and see the impact that we can have. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt. You know, you said something. I want to come back around to it a little bit. You know, leaning into what City of Hope's values are, which are um, uh, urgency, integrity, compassion, um, intellectual curiosity, excellence, collaboration. Um, how do those values, you know, resonate with with inside your team produce group? I mean, you know, obviously you're doing it to uplift. You're being inspired, but you know. How do how do how do they affect you, or you know how do they resonate with you guys? Everybody on the committee, like we talked about earlier, everybody on the committee is either dealt with it directly or indirectly. It's all mm-hmm. it's all around us. It, it, it's it's very impactful. So we we all have one common goal, and that is how do we beat this? Yeah. And and that's really one of the, the big driver for why we continue to do what we do. Well. No doubt. And, and, you know, obviously not having this conversation is our driver, right? I love it. But how, how has, you know, you've been doing this a long time and people that, people that give of their time, you know, give back, mentor, um, you know, volunteer, whatever you want to call it, um, it changes them. And it becomes something that I think fuels people to do more. So you've been doing this a long time. So just give me a little bit, you as a person, how this has changed you on a personal level. You know, uh, you kind of find out the more you give, the more you get. You, you realize yeah. that when, when you're giving back, you, you're really getting more than you're giving. And so, you know, giving back has always been something that's important to me, but you feel it, but you don't until you get in it and then you're doing it. And then it, you know, the circle knows no end. And then you, you get in, you know, I'm involved because of figuring out how 
I can be impactful, not to the person that I notice, but maybe to the people that you don't notice. We raise these funds, they go here and they're buying stuff. They're helping develop research and development for new drugs that I can't pronounce the words of. And I don't know what that drug's going to be in three years or five years, right. but we're helping to drive those things. And so being a part of the things that you know, you don't see what they are. You don't need to see what they are. Um, you are driving and pushing to find out those things. And you know what that does at a personal level is it's important to give back at a lot of levels, you know, volunteering with whether it's coaching my kids of sports or, or clinics for the kids. And, and you realize that there's somebody that you didn't know was listening and you're they're mm -hmm. probably, they could be just as more impacted and you didn't even know it. So it, it's not just what you see. It's, it's oftentimes, you know, you're impacting things that you don't even see. Well, well, that's extremely well said. Extremely well said. No two ways. Cheryl, I'm going to throw it back to you the same, the same question. I mean, you've been doing this for 25 years. Obviously, you're being fed emotionally, spiritually, given back. I mean, how has it changed you, do you think, as a person? I'm, um, I am always amazed but never surprised at the generosity of our volunteers that have hearts of gold, um, that care, that do this. They don't get paid to do this. They do this because they care. They have a vision of a world without cancer and they have been touched. And every time I get a phone call that somebody needs help, um, it, 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 it makes me so proud that I'm able to open that door and have them come through City of Hope or get good cancer care wherever they can because we partner with so many different institutions. Yeah. Um, I'm a cancer survivor. Uh, fortunately, mine was very, very easy. But when I go up on campus and I see what people go through and how hard they fight, and when our volunteers come up and see that, they're, they're just wonderful people. They feed the world. They have hearts of gold. And mm -hmm. we couldn't do what we do without their support. You know, mm -hmm. the, power, the power of the food industry, the produce industry supports our specific care, meeting our growing demands accelerate living, <clears throat> saving, accelerate life-saving research, I'm sorry, invest yeah. in talented physicians and caregivers, extend research of support and care to help families navigate emotional and social challenges of the diagnosis, um, ensure more equitable access to life-saving care and research, especially for the risk of pop populations and communities of color, leverage the power of genomic uh, analysts to be precise in the fight against cancer and so much more. They live these values every day. Like I said, yeah. they at 5.30 in the morning, they never miss a beat. Um, they're always there to support and to help, to help their fellow, their fellow man. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a world without cancer. That's yeah. There's no, there's no doubt. And you said, you know, when you see, when you see what these folks are doing, I tell you, having done it, having walked these steps in my own life on my path, you walk through a floor of a hospital that's treating children for cancer. There is no way that you cannot be impacted. You just can't. There's just, whether you're visiting, whether you just got off on the wrong elevator at the wrong floor, or you have somebody that's in there trying to survive, it's incredibly impactful to see the devastation this disease causes above and beyond the patient. So to be able to have resources and be able to do what you guys are doing, it's incredibly impactful. So Team Produce, I'm going to get back into this a little bit, back over to you, Kelly. Um, you know, Team Produce with the Fresh Produce and Floral Council, um, the different work you all are doing. Talk a little bit about the ways uh, that you guys are helping City of Hope and some of the stuff that you guys are doing 
Um, you've got some events that you do throughout the year. And, and the reason I want to throw this out there is that it, as we talk you know, to our audience here in the United States and around the globe, I want people to be thinking about what can they do to make a difference, right? What are some of the ways that businesses can come together? Because you know what? There's a whole bunch of produce guys in Detroit that could probably band together to make some difference, right? There's a whole bunch of guys in Boston that could band together and make a difference. I got a lot of people who pick up the phone and email or call you and say, how do I make a difference? And so I want to frame that up and give people some examples about, you know, City of Hope's kicking it too, but, you know, we, there's a lot of doors around this world that we need to keep kicking. So talk a little bit about specifically, you know, some of the stuff that you guys are doing. Well, some of the events that we do are, are and I don't want to gloss over them necessarily, they, they're all uh, – Oh, are owed their due, but you know that we have golf events. We partner with uh, Fresh Produce and Floral Council of Southern California. Uh, donates a luncheon. They do a half dozen lunch luncheons, industry networking events per year. They donate in August one of these to a City of Hope uh, to the City of Hope, so City of Hope can manage and run the agenda and promote what they're doing and also celebrate what they're doing. Uh, one of the things that we do there is we call it the case rebate program yeah. where you can you can work with your growers uh directly with the retailers uh i think roger schroeder uh with stater brothers called it a win-win-win is how he always sold it uh the vendors can sell more produce you can uh you're going to run ads and you're going to generate uh determined between you and the retailer, whatever it is, whether it's a dime, it's a quarter, it's a dollar, you got it's totally customized. You decide what uh what denomination of money you want to donate back per case you get to what's the season you want to do you want to do it for a full year you want to do it for your your season you want to do it for three ads retailers pick the ads you're going to sell more produce because you're doing it on ads the retailers are getting to donate uh money that's accrued through these case uh donations in their name directly to the city hope city of hopes winning because they're collecting the money and so that's that's one way that we tie in the we leverage and tie in the relationships between the the vendor community, the growing community and the retailers that, that, you know, ultimately touch the consumers and hopefully consumers can find out about this too. So there's, there's galas that we do. There's uh, we've tried uh, family style events, whether they're at theme parks, you know, get the kids involved or uh, other types of things. We're, we're always looking for new things. So, you know, we had to get involved a little bit in some cause marketing during uh, COVID, you know, we're, COVID this kind of stuff is very in-person and event-based to do these drivings. You know, you, it, you tug on people's heartstrings when you're there and you, and we bring a patient speaker or we bring somebody just as a survivor and come talk about their experience that, that that's emotional and that's impactful. And those are the things that we want to hear. But so one of the other things, it's a new thing that we just did. Um, you know, people love their pets and pets get cancer too. And yeah. so we have a um, Pets for Hope campaign that's all digital. We have a digital platform that the last one we did, we ran it as a dressed up contest for your pets and you vote with money and you run it for, a, we ran it for about a six week period and we raised money by people voting on basically dressing up their pets however they thought because people like to do that anyway. Yeah, I've, I, I've, I've seen it. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily think I get it, but I've seen it too. The whole different generation out there, Todd. I don't know. Yeah, I I have a hard enough time dressing myself. I don't have the energy. (laughs) So let you know the hundred dollar question in all this, and I think it's important because you framed it up beautifully. Is how do folks get involved? I mean, how do growers out there say, "I want to do this. I want to work with my retailer," and 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 it's not just you know where can we take this? Can we take this on a global scale? Can we take this to every state? You know, 
Talk a little bit, if you wouldn't mind, about how to get involved, because that's such a, a pivotal point of what I want to try to get across to everybody is get involved some way or somehow so we don't have to have these conversations any longer. Cheryl, you can jump want, in, too. Go, Cheryl. Grab whoever wants it. You guys play so, rock, rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, well, I think we could probably both comment on to it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's opportunity nationally for stuff like this. I, I have heard it said before that this is not going to buy your way into doing business with a retailer. But if you're doing business with a retailer, this is a great opportunity to solidify a relationship stronger and generate some revenue to, you know, being donated to City of Hope. But beyond that, it's really up to the the, the specific relationships, whether it's a new relationship or not. So they're, they're, the sky is limited. There's not really a limitation. That That's just one particular retailer that says, hey, I, I if you if you're new, that's great. But this isn't a way to be new. But other re- retailers, they can do that. They can say no. If if you support this, and I want to support that too. And so it's really totally customized how retailers and vendors can get involved with this. And, and it's it, sometimes it seems complicated in its simplicity, but it really is that simple that it's just up to how do you want to customize uh, in a cruel process by the case, right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, and really, honestly, it's pretty simple math. Yeah, it yeah, is. it's not, it's not a complicated program, which is what I love about it. You know, it doesn't have to get all crazy, but to your point, there's, there's growers out there that probably doesn't know that this exists that would probably look and say, why can't we, why can't we do this? Why can't we participate in this? This is a great way of helping and doing something above and beyond. Cheryl, do you want to throw something on top of that? Yeah. So, so we are always looking for volunteers. Um, that want to make a difference, you can reach out to me, Cheryl Kenick at uh, C-K-E-N-N-I-C-K at coh.org. And we're happy to set you up and make you part of the team. And um, you will feel so good that you know that you're making a difference. And you never know, the life you save may be your own. Yeah, there's no two ways about that. And And we're going to put your email through our social media channels as well, so people know how to come back around. To make sure that we can get them to donate, because I mean, you know, look, it, it it's it's an incredibly worthy program to look at, and the lift, you know, and and you know, Kelly, you guys have done some amazing work. I mean, you've done some heavy duty lifting to raise money and to raise awareness and to, and to get people involved. And you've created these avenues from the golf to the luncheon to the walk of hope, you know, participating in that and the other things, the galas, the different stuff you're doing to get people involved on on every kind of level, right? I mean, if you're a golfer and you don't want to go to a gala. Right. We've got a golf tournament for you. Right. So we, you guys have made it really easy to get people to step up. And that's the key word, right? Is getting people to step up. One of the things, um, and I want to jump into another one of your programs here. Uh, but before I do that, I mean, is there anything else, you know, specifically that we forget anything about the, uh, about the food industry circle? Do we leave everything off the table? Cause I kind of hope we got it. I don't want to miss anything. I think we nailed it. I hope we did. If there's something you want to add, please do before I throw this next question at you guys. Good. I did my homework. I love it. <laughs> Beautiful. I love when a plan comes together. It's also so a working opportunity to to c- come and join and be a volunteer and part of the food industry circle. That's a great Make call. I and, yeah. You know, Cheryl, I, let me add to that since we're having a conversation about this. One of the beauties of, and I'm just going to use the Walk for Hope as an example because this extends to a lot of the other events also. But for a vendor with product or a grower shipper with product and say they want to donate to the walk for hope if they have branded product there's going to be a donation fee involved because it's only fair that that they pay something to, to showcase their brand because they're out there to upwards of nine thousand individuals but for a nominal fee 
you couldn't, how many demos would it take at a retail to do something yeah. like that? So that's a great sell. But one of the other sells is we all show up at four o'clock in the morning to set up the displays. And you know who we're standing there with? The other vendors and the retailers and the buyers. And you get yeah. to have an experience with all doing the same thing, all working for the same cause and developing those relationships too. So a lot of the events are doing that. Our 530 group is a mixture of all these people. and We all get to work together for the same cause. And so you, you're also getting the opportunity to work with these people. I love it. And you're right. You make that intimate connection, you have an opportunity to be one-on-one, you know, you're not, you're not hustling for a PO. You're just being a person doing something good, giving back. And that's, that's some pretty good connective tissue right there amongst your industry partners. There's no two ways about it. You know, a guy once told me some, something years ago and I've held on to it ever since, you know, and I throw this over to you a little bit, Kelly. Sometimes you make more money off the produce you don't sell than the produce you do sell. So, you know, that's a powerful statement when it comes to something like this. One of the areas that you guys that you're working on that I thought was really, really cool and and obviously spoke to me with my past history um, in my family is your Kids for Hope campaign, um, which you've raised over $20 million so far, you know, um, for children's cancer. So can, you know, I like two part question and both of you, please feel free to step, you know, go in. I don't. um, But what's the program about and how does it work? who wants to go first? Shall you want to go first? Sure. So the, right. program, the program is a mobile program at the sold at the retailers. Uh, it's a retailer program. Um, it's run by all almost all of our Southern California retailers. Smart and Final is going to run theirs in um, August. Superior is running their program now. Northgate. Uh, Smart and Final just ran a program and raised. A, I mean, I'm sorry. Stater Brothers just ran a program and raised over six. $617,000 in support of pediatric cancer. So wow. when you go into the store, they'll just ask you to make a, 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 a donation for a dollar. And, um, and, it, and the program is run all year long. And Unbelievable. What an impact that has. Kelly, you want to throw something on top of it? No, I mean, she really said it succinctly. Uh, that, that it's, it's just about driving things specific uh, to pediatric cancers. And so, you know, when you're doing things like that, it's not just the general fund. It's very targeted. And, you know, it's like you said earlier, when when it hits kids, it hits differently to you. No two ways about that, brother. Believe me, no two ways about that. So what's next? When you you, um, when you come to City of Hope as a child with cancer, you are a patient of City of Hope for the rest of your journey. So you're 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 treated there the rest of your life. And um this program, you know, helps thousands of pediatric patients, you know, across the country because we share our science, you know, with other hospitals. So it's a wonderful program. And we're so grateful to our retailers who support the program and um, their customers that, uh, that, that support it. Well, no doubt. And, you know, it's, it's, those, it's those customers that come in and say yes. It's those customers that are impacting a life. They have no idea who that life is, but you know, what a great reward to give back for a dollar just to be able to be a part of that $600,000 pool that went for such a noble cause. So, you know, incredibly impactful work. There's no two ways about it, but there's some exciting stuff going on. There's more, there's more to come. I know that. So what's next for city of hope. What's next for uh, the team produce team, which by the way, again, still in the t-shirts. I don't know where that's coming. I don't know how you're going to take care of that kill. But you got to need to make that happen. Um, we can, we can do that. We have t-shirts. I love it. 
I love it. So tell me what's next for City of Hope, what's going on and, and what's exciting coming up? So what, what's next for City of Hope is we're democratizing access to cancer care. Um, we're um, expanding Orange County and our Duarte-based hospitals. We have an affiliation with TGen, which, which uh, works in genomics, our Access Hope program, and yeah. um, our, our uh, acquisition of Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Which is big. That's a big organization. So hopefully people will have good cancer care throughout the country. Yeah, no doubt. Throughout the world. How about on your how about on your side of that question, Kelly? Well, you you hear Cheryl say uh, the things that they're doing, the things that they're growing in. Well, some of that growth requires us to go out there and find some more money and 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 raise funds to get there. And so the world is changing, and the things that people like to do are changing with it. And we want to evolve with that. So we're always looking for new people to want to get involved and share what excites them. We don't always have to do the same things. We can. We can look into doing different things. We can uh, develop different opportunities to give back, different opportunities to try to generate funds to donate to the City of Hope so they can achieve their goals. So what, what's what's coming up, what's new, is new opportunities for us, new, new opportunities to generate new things. Mm -hmm. We're always looking it. to evolve with it. I love it. Well, you know, and to put some perspective on it, right? I mean, because it's an ask. We want people to get involved. We're asking people to get involved. You know, reach out, learn something, figure out, you know, Figure out how to do this in your community. That's not a bad thing, right? You know, learn from example, get, participate, get involved. You're a retailer, you're a grower, whatever it is. There's, there's opportunity there to be had. In the, in the United States, the, um, the cost for cancer is approaching $160 billion on an annual basis. And by, 20, by 2030, right? This is 2022. By 2030, that number is going to be $246 billion. $246 billion. That's crazy. And by 24, this is what really got me when I was doing my homework. And I think people need to think about this stat. By 2040 worldwide, the number of new cancer cases per year is expected to rise to 29.5 million, right? And the cancer-related deaths are supposed to go to 16.4. At some point, that number is, it's a massive number to say out loud. It touches me when I say it because I walk the walk. But that we have to be thinking of how we can make a change and how we can be impactful and how we can get involved and how we can inspire each other to do the work and do some of the lifting, you know, take some of the work and lifting off of your shoulders and let's get more people to, to, to hold that load and to continue us down the trail. Because this is a horrible, horrible disease in a multiplicity of ways. And it's not getting any better. And we've got to make better choices about our health. I mean, you know, there, there's stats out there that talk about a lot of these cancers could be avoidable. Uh, you know, we can avoid some of these cancers by not smoking, obviously, making life changes, eating better food. All these things are a part of that equation. And as much as those are a part of the equation, so is getting involved in fundraising and so is getting involved in giving back like you guys have done. I, you know, I can't thank you guys enough for who you are and what you're doing and the lift that you're doing um, because you're touching so many people and it's got to be incredibly gratifying um, every time you know, you get a win like you're doing and, 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 and leading the charge like you are. So on behalf of myself, I'm saying thank you. And on behalf of everybody that's out here listening to us today and everybody we're going to tag on social and blow this thing up all around the place. Thank you for what you do. It's, it's incredibly meaningful. Thank you, Todd. No one can yeah. cure cancer or diabetes alone. We must all work together. 
I thank you for keeping City of Hope close to your hearts, and I wish you and your family the gift of good health. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, Go thank you. The, the, uh, the problem with cancer is it's relentless. Yeah. And so, you know, there's, there's just no way about it that if we're going to try to beat this, that we just have to keep at it. So it, it's good that we can see some positivity. We can see mm -hmm. that we're moving in the right direction. Um, and it sounds cliche to say we got a long ways to go, but we do. And we don't want to end until we get there. Well, we do have a long way to go because the world's changing. Our diets are changing, climate change, all these things, all these factors that add to cancer are changing. And so it's, it's never going to be a straight shot. It's never going to be an easy fix. It's going to be a long, committed road, unfortunately, that we've got to continue to stay on. We've got to continue to raise money. We've got to continue to give back. We've got to continue to get involved. And, you know, you can get involved anywhere, no matter where you're listening to this broadcast. You can get involved in your own community. You know, there, there's, there's blood banks. There's cancer centers. There's um, all kinds of organizations. Just Google it and see what you can do. Get involved. Just try it one time. I'm telling you, you will never, the, the amount of inspiration that you'll get from the efforts put out by folks like yourselves it's mind blowing to me. I mean, it, it, it'll touch you in a, at the very core of your being. And so go give back, right? I say it all the time. It's really important to go out and inspire people. And this is such a source of inspiration and uplift that you guys are doing. I mean, again, just from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And don't, don't stop. Don't stop till we win, right? Don't stop till we win. Thank and you. I want a t-shirt. And I want a t-shirt, Kelly. Once again, wow. we'll make Team that t-shirt. All right. All right. I just want to make sure I, I got it on record. You're recorded now. So you can't, but you can't. Yeah, I, I know there's a box of them somewhere. I'll get your address. I love it. Everybody. Thank you very much for hanging out with us on conversations and tackling a very tough subject. And I have a hunch that it touched you personally some way or another, whether it's your, your parents, your son, your daughter, your grandfather, your grandmother, an uncle, an aunt, a neighbor, your mailman, it doesn't matter. Some way, somehow this disease is going to touch and affect your lives, right? 39% of people in this country, men and women, are going to be diagnosed with cancer at some time during their lifetime. That is a really big number, right? That is a really, really big number. So help, get involved, get inspired, give back, and let's get these folks out of a job. Let's go do that together. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being here. Take care. Thank you. Thank you.